All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, NAFTA edition of Coming In Hot. That's right. I'm in Canada. Bobby Ryan is in the U.S. And Jason York is in Mexico with the exact same Wi-Fi he has in Ottawa. <laughs> Good morning, fellas. Hey, hey, this is you. better. The Mexican Wi-Fi is actually better. It's actually better than my stupid <laughs> Ottawa Wi-Fi. I'll, I'll it might get a little sketchy, though, so a word of warning here, boys. Okay. If you uh, drop off, we'll just drop you out of the show. I know you need to get going, so uh, we won't take long. We do have uh, – Alex, do we have the picture of Yorkie as the tourist? I just wanted to point something out I noticed in one of your pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you uh zoom in on his notepad uh alex i don't know if this is possible but it says uh i found this very interesting and i didn't tell alex before we we're going to start the show with this uh i love to brink it on your notepad and i didn't know if you wanted to <laughs> That's so I, do. Nice. Nice. I didn't know if you wanted to say anything about that yeah <laughs> Anyway, uh, why we'll get on with the show. Why does he have a magnifying glass in the other pocket? He's because he's a tourist. He's actually uh, apparently Yorkie. <laughs> you have a pet monkey on the property. Oh, <laughs> now he's already gone. The show just started. 
Uh, all right, we'll move on, shall we? Uh, this show is always brought to you by Potato. Go to potato.ca, download the app, uh, and get in on all the action, including uh, the final four, which nobody has a very good bracket. Well, no one has a bracket anymore, it seems like. Uh, Bobby, your thoughts, because I know you're a big final four guy and all that. Uh, are people going to watch the final four with no top seeds in it? They are, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yes, and because everybody loves the stories that are happening with Florida Atlantic and some of the other right. teams. So yeah, it, I, it's going to be huge. Um, even more so because I think you're now you're driving different markets to it. Um, you know, people yeah. in Boca Raton probably Miami. weren't going to watch it until FA. Yeah, so it's it's different. Um, people watch them anyway. There's everybody loves college basketball and and this time of year down here. So yeah, it'll get a lot of traction. But brackets are horrible. I mean, ho I've never seen anything like it. My girlfriend's going to win, and she picked the Huskies because they have a Husky. <laughs> like, so, um, it's, That's it's, always the way, though. It's the way. You know, Boro used to win every year or be in the mix every year because he simply picked based on where he'd rather live by looking up the school and where it was. Um, so, it, it, yeah, there's no rhyme or reason. But Craig Anderson's in first place, and if, uh, if Lindsey wins one more game out of the two – then, then she wins. So uh, Andy's sitting there just rooting against everybody and anything right now. <laughs> if Andy wins, he has to come on. That's the deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, deal, deal. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get on with the show so we can uh, get Yorkie to the his speedo and out to the pool. Um, Sens will play tonight against. Today, uh, oh, sorry. Okay. Do you? I don't even want to know. Um, do you? Uh, they play Florida tonight. Uh, which is a huge game for Florida as they try to claw their way into a playoff spot, but they, they're struggling. They've lost three in a row. I, this is likely the debut for uh, Tyler Clevin. Uh, are we excited to see the potential, what the future may hold of getting this guy who's 6-2 on the blue line? I'll let the D-man go first if he can. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. There's your answer. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I appreciate the effort by Yorkie. You know, yeah, yeah. On vacation and trying to log in, I like it. Um, Yorkie, can you hear us right now? You're smiling, buddy. Yeah, we got I'm you. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. All right. I'll let you, you go, go first. Do you want first. to talk about Clevin and your excitement? Sure. Level? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: why people need to be excited about him. He's something, and this has been said, but I'll just repeat it. But this is a narrative on him right now, and I've watched him play a couple times. He's something different that they don't really have on their blue line right now. He's six foot four. He can play physical, and he's going to bring more of a physical edge. When you look at the guys right now, you got Shabbat, mm -hmm. who's a puck mover. Zub's a little bit of uh, he's a little bit of do a little bit of everything. Um, you got uh, Chikrin, another kind of offensive guy, Brandstrom, offensive guy. They don't really have that big guy and Wally, the big guy you got, the guy that's going to cross check guys and fill it out, right? Wally, that's what you're yes. saying that all along. Yes. You want that big guy the cross check guys in front of the net. And that's, listen, he's, he, I think people need to temper their expectations though, because he's not going to come in right away and be this all-star guy. There's going to be a, an adjustment period, but the good thing for the senators, the adjustment period is going to be right now instead of next season. And that's why this is huge for the Ottawa Senators um, because he's going to get some reps when the league is amped up, the games are tougher. Like playing Florida, for example, these types of games, you're going to be playing yeah. desperate hockey teams. So this is going to be, uh, this is why people should be excited because this, this type of stuff, 
is going to be his future. <laughs> okay, Bob. So um, I'm actually just going to piggyback what he said a little bit yeah. um, because for two things, I like the fact that he's not exactly what the Sens have had um, coming in. Yep. He's a different type of player, and it's a different kind of role that he's going to fill for those for those other guys. So he's going to be a stabilizing defenseman in his future. That's what he maps out to be. He's going to be a big guy that lays the lumber that, you know, kind of the Mark Mathot to Eric Carlson style. Um, yep. He's going to be a safety yep. valve for those guys back there. But the other side of this was that I wanted people to temper their expectations. He's coming in in the busiest and hardest time of the year um, to make his debut against a team that is, you know, I'm looking at them now. They're, they're three points out of a wild card spot. They absolutely need this game. So they're going to be coming on all cylinders tonight. And it's a hard game to step into uh, against the, against the team that plays on the rush as much as Florida does. So, I would, I would very much temper my expectations. Look for him to get some reps. Look for him to to play well, um, but to understand that he's not he's not coming in as a Jake Sanderson or a Thomas Shabbat. He's not going to set the world on fire. He's just going to be a stick. The, the the more you don't notice him, the better game he has. Well, we'll get to the uh, contract status in just a sec. But here's what I, I'm going to ask a question. You can tell me if I'm dead wrong. One, uh, Thomas Shabbat's first game was awful. Uh, ended up playing 10 minutes. I think he was minus three or minus – he totally – like he played one game that season, but he admitted they dressed him as a seventh D, if I'm not mistaken. Bob, you probably were playing in that game. Yeah, um, I was. And yeah. that was the only game. But but he goes, like, I was completely caught out of my element on that. I think – and I might be wrong because the speed of, obviously, NCAA to the NHL is drastic. And as you say, Dave Cameron – no, it was uh, Paul McLean used to say, the hamster on the wheel starts to spin a lot quicker at the end of the season, right, is – the speed will be different, but I think the adrenaline, we're going to see him make plays and everybody's going to be really excited uh, for the first two games or so. And then the adrenaline will settle down a bit. Am I wrong in that? I think he's going to have his first game might be better than we expect. Yeah. The adrenaline certainly carries you through on the first couple, um, especially playing at home in that environment um, to a degree. And then, and then you, yeah, you do have that drop off. I always yeah. said, as and I don't know if Yorkie's with us right now, I always said that the game slows down drastically at the 50 to 60 game mark. Um, as a player, you, you play 50, 60 games, that's when it really starts to slow down and the game changes a little bit. So you, you can run on those fumes for a while. Um, but games one and two at home, yeah, he's going he's gonna to run on adrenaline and, and, and sparks, and then you'll see a little bit of a regression as well. Um, and that's for every single player that goes through that. But... To do it at this yep. time of year is a lot harder. So um, I, I just I just think as a st steady stay-at-home D-man, I don't want to see him running around trying to make the big hit. I want him just to be comfortable and and make you know make small simple plays. Um, that would be that would be a success yep. for me. The toughest um, excuse me back here by the way, boys. I cut all that. <laughs> the toughest thing the toughest thing now for defensemen coming to the NHL is. No matter you're a big guy, you're not, everybody's got to be able to move the puck. Before, like you go back to uh, what's called 10 years ago, you kind of hide a little bit. You can just get the puck and throw it up the boards, but you can't do that anymore. You got to be able to use the middle of the ice, make tight, make, make a specific pass. And here's going to be his biggest adjustment. Guys in college don't know how to angle. Guys in junior don't know how to angle. They don't, they don't know how to 
get on defensemen, and he's going to experience something he's never experienced. Smart forwards that know how to put you in a mousetrap. Yep. And by, by a mousetrap, I mean you get the puck, you think you have time, and all of a sudden you've got no play. What do you do with it then? So the high flipper is going to be his friend. The high flipper will 100% be his friend. Just get it <laughs> and put it through an area because the – Things are going to happen. Things are going to happen extremely fast for him out there. He's going to be like, what the hell have I got myself into? Can I even play hockey anymore? These are the things that are going to be going through his head. I'd hate to be a left winger. Your teeth are in danger <laughs> when he comes around the net. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the interesting part of this, and I guess it's a bit of a blessing in disguise with Jacob Chikrin going down for a couple of weeks, but with only three weeks to go in the season, it's likely to be, you would think, the end of the year by the time you, maybe he plays a game or two at the end. The contract is what held up the signing. And it's been a couple of, right? We were like, when's this going to get done? Usually it's done the day after college is over. Uh, my understanding is Clevin was a little concerned, or their camp was, over having Sanderson, Chikrin, and Thomas Shabbat on the left side and this holding up his path to the NHL. I don't know if he's ready to step in right away, but this is why. Uh, Alex, if we have the contract, um, he gets a $25,000 bonus this year just to play five games, which seems to be a pretty given kind of scenario. And then in two years, it's a $600,000 performance bonus on top of the standard 92.5 signing bonus they give every year. That's my, uh, why it took a few extra days to sign this was to get him uh, more bonus money uh, because there was talk that he may return to school and then become a free agent. Uh, which would have been concerning. I, where did like? There's going to be obviously the discussion of where does he play, but I'm not sure, guys, that he's an NHL regular next season based on having Shabbat, Sanderson, and Chikrin, like I said, on top of him just growing into his role. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you know, 
talking about that, I I don't know what went through the player's mind. Ultimately, and, and York can tell you this, this is more his agent than the player. The player probably thought, okay, there, now there's just another guy in my way that is a, already a proven player in Chikrin. Um, outside of that, he had he had nothing to do with it. His agent said, hey, I'm going to build in a little protection for you here. And he said, okay. Um, and then, you know, it, all of the talk would have been through the agent and not the player. The player is not worried about it. The player probably wanted to turn pro and, and you know, start the, start the journey. Um and just said, hey, can we build something in that protects me a little bit more in case my road my road gets, you know, um, marred with more players? That, I, I don't read much into it. Um, outside, it, It's agents doing what you, exactly what you, you pay an agent for. That's all that is to me. Sure. Exactly. And and like like we said earlier, Bobby said it, I said everybody's saying it. He's something, this, this is a great spot for him. They don't have a defenseman mm. that projects to be able to do what he can do. There's no big bodies back there. So this is, to me, it's the perfect Chikrin? term. And different player, though. Jacob's an offensive guy that's jumping into the rush. He can play physical. And who knows? Maybe these guys become partners. Maybe you put two. Like, I tell you, playing against two guys that big is really tough. Um, so to me, it's, yeah. the, it's, it's the perfect fit. And also, too, Ottawa's going to be a great team. Better team next year, two years from now. I'm sorry, but I want to be on a team that's got a chance to win the Stanley Cup. And Ottawa's core yeah. is as good as is good, if not better, than anyone's core in the NHL projecting two years from now. We, we, we've done it before on the show. We went through piece by piece what the Ottawa Senators have. They need a goalie. They need another forward. And not much it, not, not much else, guys. They address the blue line. They've got Chikra now. So if I'm a young guy coming in this situation, I'm as excited as hell. Like, I got a chance to contend and be a really good team for the majority of my career with this great core. And I am something different. And that's, listen, this guy, if, if he's a player, he's got huge confidence within himself. He's not worried about who's on the depth chart. He wants to win. He wants to win and he wants to be part of something. And that's what, and, and I'll tell you, that's what they probably said to him. Do you want to be part of this? And he said, yes, sign me up. So <laughs> the rest of it's I, noise. I 100% agree I with Bobby. This is a great situation for Great situation for him. Great situation for the Ottawa Senators. I players today want to play right away in the National Hockey League. So I I disagree that he's like I'm just going to sit and wait. I think they all want to be in the NHL right away, and they will do whatever it takes. And Jacob Chikrin got in Tyler Clevin's way. I know that's yeah, not. I'm not saying it's a yeah. negative. I'm just trying to point out that JBD did the same thing. He jumped. Jake Sanderson jumped. They all want to be in the National Hockey League. Yeah, I do agree with that. I yeah, I just thought uh, I I agree with actually I agree with that. It's coming out one one. They want to be told they're going to play right away, um, and they don't want to go get it in the minors. I get that. Yeah, Matt O'Connor. And, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he was bad. Um, <laughs> but that being said, <laughs> my God, was he bad? Um, nice kid, horrible goalie, <laughs> but all that being said, um, you know, to, to me, I don't, I don't read much into the contract side of things on that because that's, I, I, like I said, that's just an agent doing what an agent's supposed yeah. to do for the player and protecting him and getting him a little extra money. Um, 
you know, if I'm Tyler Clevin, I am looking at it like Yorkie said. I, I offer something that you guys don't really have. So he can play as a 5-6, right? He can play in that role, and you eliminate a hold-in or a, hem, a harmonic overtime. Um, and, and you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see where he fits because he's going to be a guy that every single offensive defenseman wants to play with, I think. That's, that's the way I look at it. He's going to be the guy that is back there saving you know saving your ass when you're in the rush saving your ass when you make a mistake so um i i i think that he you know looked at the chicken trade and said what well what the hell but at the same time he knows that he's got something different than that the sons just don't have and and let's be honest That's guys the, the, the chicken the chick the chicken trade it's not like they're still stacked on the blue line, guys. Like the Chikrin trade <laughs> had to be made. Like <laughs> you yeah. needed another good quality NHL defenseman. Yep. So that was happening no matter what. That if that didn't happen now, that was happening at the draft. There was no way this yep. team was going to move forward with, without doing a move like that. And and Clevin's agent uh, would be very ill-informed if he didn't think that was going to happen. And that happens with all good teams. And and here's the other thing. If you're a, if you're a team that's serious about winning, I think you need five five guys back there. You need five D. You look at a team like Colorado; they got sure. they got five six guys back there that can play. And we all know about injuries, how long the season lasts, playoffs. Um, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, and he's different. You, you, you compare him to Bernard Docker. Bernard Docker is like he's a good player, but he's a long list of guys in the league that are six foot one, two hundred pounds. That's where everybody is. That's yeah. average. You're six foot one. You're two hundred pounds. This guy's six four. <laughs> There's not too many <laughs> yeah. guys that are six four and mean and can skate and mean. It just that's why. And mean. Yeah. That's why team want. That's why. That's why he's getting an extra six hundred yeah. grand. <laughs> so. And I, I, and I also just think though that we need and as we go back to those expectations, we have no idea if Tyler Clevin is at the NHL level at this moment. We know what we've seen him do outside of it, but there's a big jump that needs to be made. Um, just like we thought everybody said JBD will be fine. He'll be in the NHL as a regular. Yeah. He's still trying to find his game. And I just want people to maybe temper that to go, let's let Tyler Clevin find his game, play out this year, and then see how he builds on that. Right? I, I, I just want us to yeah. be fair to him. One more thing. One more thing on, on yep. one more thing on Tyler Clevin. If, if I was his advisor or agent, I would be pulling Craig him aside. Austin. And explaining to him that you need to come in and play mean right away. As tough as that is, yep. you need to come in and play mean. And like you compare him, I'm not going to say he's Arbor Jackey, but the difference in skill level between the two players is astronomical. You bring yeah. in this guy, just just play mean right away and be physical, and it'll help you so much uh, in the, in the short term and the long term because they don't have that. It's such a it's such an important thing for him. I agree. Uh, same as Brady's agent, Craig Oster. So I'm sure Brady will just okay. go. Listen, just follow me. Just just play as mean as I do. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, You'll be good. good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get sponsor reads in and out of the way so we can get to our uh, lock of the day. And I had some notes to talk about for tonight's game. Uh, Bobby Ryan, you're up first. Uh, as always, uh, because you're so chipper, you can have BEI today. This show, as always, brought to you by oh, good start. Brought to you by BEI, uh, Bonisher Excavating, heavy civil general contractor helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. 
Hi, I'm again, as always across the board. And when you're planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs. You can go to the website, bonishereexcavating.com or give them a ring at 613-432-1120. I remember that one off the cuff. And um, BEI, Bonisher Excavating, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. And thanks for, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> my screen is, my screen is so sincere. grainy, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> I'll print you. I'll send you a copy. It's sunny in here, boys. I, I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> uh, Yorkie, feel free uh, if you can do Renfru Pro, and if not, uh, I guess I can take over. If it's too sunny, yeah, I could use some Renfru. I could use some Renfru Pro <laughs> tape to tape my router together here to hold it together. This Mexican Wi-Fi <laughs> is terrible. Uh, but thanks to Renfrew Pro, our, our sponsors, you can find them at RenfrewPro.com, available in a variety of colors and patterns and available at all major retailers, Instagram at Renfrew Pro, and don't forget Fridays, Freddy Tape Fridays for Dominic Hasek, maybe Friday. Renfrew Pro, the one with the green core. Uh, and finally, uh, let's go right to uh, lock of the day. Uh, brought to you by, as always, our presenting sponsor, Botano. Go to botano.ca. The game starts now. Uh, same day, same game parlays, live betting, uh, live casino, all that stuff at Botano. Don't forget the final four uh, to get on your picks for that. Um, might as well start now since none of your brackets matter anymore. Uh, Botano, the game starts now. All right. Lo uh, lock of the day. The Florida Panthers, as we said, are in town. They're 6-3-1 and one in their last 10, but they've lost three straight games like, it seems nobody in the East really wants to have this playoff spot. They're three points right. back. Um, Yorkie, you're on vacation, so I'm going to let you go first. Uh, where do you see this game playing out? Like I said, the Ottawa, the Ottawa Senators right now are totally unpredictable. You don't know what they're going to do. Um, yeah. So for that, uh, and Florida, there's, they've been so inconsistent. Like, I thought they would have jumped up by now. I think Florida will win one of these two games. It's just which game is it going to be? They're not going to lose both. So I say Ottawa wins at home. I'm taking Ottawa. Bobby. Huh. So I'm, I'm really <laughs> torn here. I, I didn't think he was going to take Ottawa. You just for you. Me. Yeah, he just – Well, he for a loop, listen, right? I, yeah, I the didn't see that coming. versus Florida are 0 3 and 1 in their last four, 1 6 and 1 in the last eight. They're 0 4 and 1 at home against Florida. The last time Ottawa won at home was March 29th, 2018, when Jean Gabriel yeah. Pajot scored on a penalty shot uh, in the shootout win. Yeah. By the way, huh. I still so, You were in the lineup. Team now. Bobby was yeah, minus yeah. one that night. No surprise. Probably an empty netter. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm taking Florida. I took the Sens um, on that back-to-back -back and on the weekend, and I didn't. You know, I wasn't overly confident with the pick. I'm taking Florida because the game means too much to them. They 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 need they need to go into Ottawa and yep. come out with two points. So I'm I'm gonna take them in a desperation mode type game here. That's yeah, too much now, going on, and they're the just outside the playoff picture. I'm taking them. The concern is Florida's given up 16 goals in their last three games. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Not the only... 
So <laughs> yeah, Bob, Bob's, Bob's loving South beach. Um, I'm, but I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 but, I don't but, care. And Ottawa loves them. to score goals. I know. I think if I Ottawa know. can get wow. goaltending, right? You just never know. So I, I'm going to take an Ottawa victory, uh, based on them wow. being able to put pucks past uh, Florida. Yeah. All right. Ottawa's power play. Yeah. Like, come on, they're going to get at least two on the peeper tonight. <laughs> Are you going to be watching down there? The only Not concern. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yorkie's already in the tequila. So uh, we have. We- We've got we've got uh, we've got a Canadian package here, so we got TSN here. No, I'm watching tonight. I'll be settled in. I'm gonna tuck into the Sens game, have a nice Corona, maybe some chips and salsa. I'll watch a little hockey game. Here's tonight, some boys. things to, to watch for. What a life. Uh, by the way, uh, and uh, Brady Kachuk, by the way, just passed uh, just passed you, Bobby, for 14th all time on scoring. I know you may have saw that on uh, in the last game. Uh, I did. Tim yeah. Stutzla needs one assist for 100 in his career he's two goals from tying chris phillips for 25th all time and three goals from being the fifth different senator to score 40 goals in a season oh uh doesn't he only have 35 am i wrong there um i thought 35, brady kachuk yeah. needs one goal one goal for sole possession of 10th uh all time in goals one game so tonight will be his 351st game that will tie him with nick felino for 28th all time He's already 10th in pims, for crying out loud, and 9th in shots. Uh, he'll move up to 9th with 75 more shots to tie Marion Hosa, which he may get tonight. Who knows? Uh, and the one guy, do we think Claude Giroux can get 7 more points here down the stretch to get to 1,000 points? I really want to see him get to 1,000 points. Yeah. Yeah, he certainly I think so. I mean, I do. Yeah. Claude's always, Claude's always one point away from getting a four-point night, so I, I think we see it. You know, he he's me one of those guys that gets too. one and he starts feeling it. Yeah, he he can do that in three games. So I I think we see a thousand point come come this year. Yes. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, Yorkie, I have a question for you. There has been uh, if Tyler Clevin gets in the lineup tonight, which we suspect he will, he'll be the 130th defenseman to dress for the Sens. Of those, mm-hmm. six of them have only played one game for the Senators. Um, can yeah. you think of? Players who have played, played one game for the Sens, uh, you actually played with three of them. I played with Julian Vauclair in Lugano, Switzerland, who uh, played oh. one game for the Ottawa Senators. I remember Julian. I actually yeah. played with this other guy. He played one game, and I think he spent one day in Ottawa. Bobby Dallas. Bobby Dallas, <laughs> the bone crusher. <laughs> yeah, former first-round draft pick to the Quebec Nord. No, to the Winnipeg Jets. Played with Bobby in the minors and in Anaheim. We were defensive. This guy, this guy, uh, Bobby. After after uh, we'd come off the ice every shift, he would he would blame me for everything. He's like, "Yarky, just give me the puck, give me the puck. All you gotta do is give me the puck. You want to stay in the league? Give me the puck." Bobby Dolls used the shortest stick of any man uh, I've ever played with. The guy was six three. Used a stick up to his friggin' belly button. Remember uh, with an IPEC? He. You're right, short stick, and it was, and he would, and then he would cut the blade off too. Yeah, so I got two: Bobby Dallas, Julian Beauclair, you, and you, uh, you actually have four. Yeah. So, one um, one more thing on Bobby Dallas: if people didn't remember, he was claimed off waivers and was pissed. Like, I, remember the yeah. next day, he was angriest man I've ever ever been around. He was so went angry to, to be went to only played one game. 
Yeah, and he's, he felt like he was promised a, a spot in Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. Flew in, played, and traded. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you played in that same season, 1999-2000. Eric Goldman played one game. Gold dust. The old German. And Dave Van, Dave Van Druen in that same season. Yes. Yes. Uh, the name. So that's four of the six. And then Kevin <laughs> McDonald played one in 93-94. And the only guy to score playing one game Bobby played with. Bobby also fought him in a practice. I was going to say Patrick Seals. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's yeah. Really, on, honestly, <clears throat> really nice kid too. I, I, he's a Michigan kid, so I skated with him. You know, getting ready for that year in Detroit, and we never actually once talked about it. But one of the nicest kids, just yeah, had a yeah, obviously a shitty situation with the Clarky thing, but yeah. um. Yeah, I never held a grudge. Like everybody was like, you know, I, I said something in the media about somebody had mentioned fighting a teammate. And I said, well, he's not my teammate. He's not on the team. He hasn't made the team, but, you know, he essentially, you know, took a player out for the year. And I never held a grudge against that. I just addressed the situation the way it should have been addressed immediately and fought him. And honestly, when he got called up, we never talked about it because it was water under the bridge. We, that's the way you look at it in the room. You. I would have taken him for a beer and had a conversation about it if I felt like it needed to be done, but it didn't. He just, he wasn't, he nice kid, but he wasn't going to be part of our future. Yeah. That's the, that's the way I looked at it, you know? Did you get, did you get him with a good one? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you one did, or eh? two in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I was in the back with Clarky, obviously. And, you know, it was very emotional. Stoner was back there because he was hurt and crying and, you know, had seen the, the, the way things developed. And, um, you know, they, they actually, if he had stayed on the ice, Neeler was going to fight him. Broussard was getting into him. So it, it was just a safe thing at this point. And, and, you know, yeah. not trying to take away from a day of training camp at this point. So, you know, he got, he got pulled off the ice for that and um yeah it was that was the end of it there was really no conversation about it it was so we all realized actually, it wasn't you, a bad hit and you actually did him the favor of his life you're gonna say you're gonna fight me because if you don't chris neal's gonna get you so you did him the biggest yeah. favor of his life yeah yeah <laughs> yeah honestly i thought Guy boucher was gonna fight him too <laughs> so oh, yeah God. yeah he, he was gonna run the gauntlet and and you know, it, it honestly, it was nothing. It was just, it was, it was the right thing to do to get him off the ice for himself and then let him start it. He was, he was projected to go there anyway, let him start. And, and when he came up and played, nobody, nobody held anything against him. Even Clarkie, nope, nobody, nobody had any yeah. bad things to say about him. It's just a hit you don't throw in training camp. Exactly. So, okay. I'm going to ask about this um, because when you watch the, that defenseman is supposed to come and pinch down on that forward, if I'm not mistaken. And he, Clarky, has his head down. And I understand it's training camp, but this is a guy who's trying to make the National Hockey League. And if he doesn't make the hit, does he not make the National? That's my point. So when I saw it, I didn't think egregious play. I thought partially Clark's fault for not yeah. protecting himself better. Yeah. You Am I just, wrong? When you, you're not wrong, no. But when you. When you're in training camp, you don't expect that, especially as a veteran guy. Um, you don't you don't go in there knowing that somebody's coming like a freight train. Um, 
it's different when you go in there in a game and you and you're aware of your surroundings a little more in in that situation yeah clark you should, probably should have been more prepared uh for one knowing that you know and, and then like you just have to know your surroundings and who's on the ice and like i i i hate training camp right. games they're a million miles an hour to nowhere i've always disliked them um nope everybody's trying to learn a system so everybody's out of spots it's just yeah i Clarky would probably be the first to say his head should have been up but you just don't you you never expect to hit that hard in training camp you you're you know you're rubbing guys out along the wall you're you're finishing checks for sure but not not like that so um but Chris, you know to Patrick Shields credit he, in training camp well and then that's that's part of the reason you got to know who's on the ice because yeah right Neeler's coming yeah 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 so Patrick Shields like, 100% supposed to hit make that hit but he's nobody follows through like that you know what was uh what was what type of player was Seeloff's game though what, what was he like what was his mo as a player does anybody know he was like, just uh, a regular JBD. kind of just yeah like yeah so chris neal plays like that in training camp but that's what chris neal's earned that and you expect that it's like you got to kind of know a training camp number one do i have a legitimate chance of making the team obviously you want to go out and do that but I'll take. I'll give you a great example. We had a training camp, and Shane Knighty made the team because he went after Alexi Ash, and you remember that. And and everybody loved it because that was the right thing to do. MacArthur already had concussion problems, and you go make a hit on that guy. Just you got to know the surroundings when you're trying to make the team too. So, and again, it happens fast. It's a mistake. You move on, but that's just. That's not earning any points in training camp. You're not the coach's heart saying, "Wow, look at that defenseman! He just stepped up and held MacArthur. We're putting him on the team." <laughs> yeah. But I don't believe your homework. I'm trying to remember. I don't believe that hit to be overly. He didn't run him over. I'll tell you. It, it was, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you a story, Wally. Here's hang here's on a thing. sec, Yorkie. Bobby, just tell me about that hit. It, Am I wrong? He it, didn't run him over. He he. I, he didn't run him over. He fin he finished the hit. Uh, he finished a hard hit. He was right. I mean, Clarky Clark, he had his head on, and he he just caught him on the button. Honestly, that's just all it was. Yeah. But you know, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't an outrageous hit by any means. Yeah, that's all. all right, sorry, Yogi. No, it's just it's it, it's whatever. It's a, it was uh, it's one of those things. When he, you can't. It's tough to blame anybody. It is what it is. Bobby did the right thing. Yeah. He's just lucky it wasn't newer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's it i'm, I'm get, i remember getting off the ice and i was like did i just fight in training camp <laughs> i was like here's the guy with bad, bad hands bad knuckles you're like oh god that was the worst the worst yeah. part about it was like they're after the fight they're like are you going back out there and i'm like i'm not going back on the ice today i, I just fought in training camp i'm going home <laughs> like, see you guys Later. tomorrow <laughs> i just remember i whatever i we only were wish that hit doing of a story it was over. We were doing that's now the story of training camp for the day. Yeah, all that prep work I'd yeah. done didn't matter at that point. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was like, I, I would only wish it happened in the first shift, <laughs> not the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Yorkie's uh, hangry, so we uh, we got to get out of here. Anyway, I will we see you tomorrow, Yorkie? I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll have some stories. I'm there's there's apparently a monkey here that's in one of the cages. Uh, 
somebody's got a monkey in a cage outside their house. I've been looking for him for two days. So I got my, <laughs> yeah, there's the, there's the place we're staying at right now. But the neighbor over here, apparently he's got a monkey and I've been looking for him. Can't, can't seem to find him. So that's my, uh, after I go hiking today, I'm going to go try and find this monkey. Is your neighbor Mike Tyson? <laughs> no, he's not. That's right. Tyson and a monkey, eh? uh, And a tiger. And a, anyway. All right. Uh, oh, see you boys tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Uh, don't drown. See you, guys. <laughs> Enjoy. Right, see you. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.